What is up, guys? Man, what a week. What a week. I'm just kidding. It wasn't really crazy. You're going to learn probably something about me as this goes on. I, uh, <laughs> no matter what you may see uh, on my social media that shows that I like to have a silly, I do like to have a silly use time. That's, that's, that's pretty much a wide known thing. Um, but let me just kick off my, <laughs> kick off my sandals here. If you could only see the outfit I'm wearing right now, it's joggers as per usual. Um, this, the cheetah windbreaker type like circa 1999 rock shirt that I bought in Florida last week. Um, a tank top, obviously a hat. And I just kicked off some, uh, some slides. So <laughs> living the best life. It's actually, to be honest, people just say that to be kind of like whatever facetious. Uh, I, I actually am. I am. This is my best life. Uh, really want nothing else more in my life than what's happening right now. What I was saying is though, even like literally right now I'm in hibernation. I'm like a, I'm like a big hairy bear. Uh, just, just counting the minutes until I can get my kayak or a, uh, a canoe back on the lake. Um, I am not the type of dude. I'm actually just trying one second guys. I'm trying to do two things at once here. I'm trying to videotape this for Instagram so people can see my setup because a couple people have asked and it's, uh, it's something. Um, but no, like I am, uh, I love to fish. Anybody who knows me, uh, I didn't for a while. I did it all the time growing up. Didn't, you know, college. And then in, through my mid twenties to late twenties, I really didn't, didn't have a buddy who did. And then my buddy, Joe, who will be on the podcast Thursday, uh, got me back into it. Um, and it's just like my thing. Like it's my, you know, some people I'm trying to think here, uh, give some examples. Some people like to, Oh, Jesus Christ. I don't know. Think of the thing that you like to do all the time in the summer or that you like to do to calm you or to center you. That's what fishing is for me. It's also really fun, but I really don't care if I catch anything. It's just really about being able to take a kayak to a lake somewhere, you know, down here in Western Maine was, you know, Southwestern Maine, um, and just be alone and have my time. So when I don't have that in the winter and I'm not into ice fishing, never have been, it's not the same. Um, people say, well, it's a good way to hang out with people and drink. Well, I can, I can do that from the comfort of my own home with my dog. <laughs> I don't need to be on the ice freezing my balls off. Um, so I'm counting the minutes and I'm pretty sure last year I looked back on my Instagram, like mid April. Oh no, it was Easter. I was out there on Easter. I was out there on Easter freezing, freezing my balls off. Like I said, um, didn't catch a thing. It was really tough at the beginning of the year, but, um, but, uh, I'm kiss so I'm counting. So two, two and a half months I'll be, you know, it's just a big thing for me mentally. Uh, I didn't realize how much I disliked winter until I became an adult. I just, um, this is not, I don't do outdoorsy things. You know, I'm not like, I'm not a skier. I'm not a snowboarder. I will ice fish, but I don't prefer it. Um, and I'm not out, you know, snowshoeing through the woods, um, getting mistaken for a Sam squinch or something. But anyway, so, uh, my weeks are pretty much the same. You know, I live at the office pretty much. Um, my house is, you know, pretty close. Um, so I don't, I just am here, I don't know, 70, 80 hours a week, just kind of running this ship and, you know, mostly with Alex and, uh, yeah, it's pretty, pretty much it. So I really have like nothing to say happened great last week. Um, a lot of great things happened. It was, I find a lot of this stuff fun that probably people probably wouldn't find fun, but, uh, 
that was my week. Um, the one thing I will say though, and this is a little bit of a funny story before I get into the actual story. Um, pizza, we do pizza Friday every Friday with Amy's family. Um, basically someone picks a place. Uh, we keep track, we keep tallies. Um, and you get to pick three pizzas from that place. It's your pick and you pick them and, you know, we talk about it and say what we like about it and whatever. And for a thick boy like me, that's, that's all I really ever needed too. So, uh, somebody brought it up at pizza Friday on Friday that they're introducing, um, alopecia Barbie, which I was like, fuck yeah, man. Like, <laughs> that's amazing. You know, like, um, I know some people's kids who, uh, some people's kids, is that even proper English? Guys, you, from the, from, from the jump, you know what you're dealing with. Okay. Um, some people have children that I've seen that have alopecia and I think it's, it's definitely, if I had to guess, probably more detrimental to, to little girls and females because, uh, you know, a guy can just shave his head and no one would really, um, bat an eye at that, but, uh, it, it's must be very, very tough for, for little girls and even, and even grown women. Moral of the story is I have alopecia. Um, it's not something they can cure. So something they can help. So I had it back in high school. I still have, excuse me, I have a huge bald patch on my, on my leg now, which is actually a great, great spot to have it. Um, but I have it. And in high school, I had a giant bald spot on the back left side of my head, probably the size of a golf ball, uh, maybe a baseball. There were some times where it was almost the size of a baseball. And I went to the doctors and I went to specialists in New Jersey and, and really nothing at that time. That probably was 2001, 2002. Um, there was like nothing they could do. Um, they gave me like spare, you know, steroids and all this stuff. And I remember this one time in New Jersey, I had a, a literally a syringe, like a giant syringe jammed into my skull, <laughs> like right into the spot to, to try to generate hair growth. And, um, yeah, it didn't work. That was, that was terrifying too. Um, but, uh, I remember the complex it gave me though. Like, I remember I was like, this is right before I started lifting. And, uh, you know, I still was, I have a, did I have a bowl cut. No, I did not have a bowl cut. I had like a faded normal white guy haircut. Um, and yeah, I remember I used to walk on the left side of the hallway if people were behind me, especially girls so that they couldn't see on the left side of my head. So they were on the right. And like, even for years after when, uh, it grew back, uh, I still had this complex so I can imagine like, so that's pretty cool. Like I'm just, what I'm trying to say is it's pretty cool that like, you know, making this a normal thing and making, cause like a lot of like, again, I always bring this up and I know it's a different time now, but like people were so cruel. <laughs> just the, the stuff that was said to me was just so, so cruel. Um, and then I kind of just managed to push through it and it get, you know, it, made me stressed and made me sad and uh, I was made fun of for it. And, um, you know, right around like the end, the end of my senior year, when I started lifting, when I wanted to go play college football, um, I kind of just grew back. And then by like freshman year of college, it uh, was completely back. So, uh, but now it's on my leg. So who knows where it will show up next? Maybe right on my eyebrow, which wouldn't be a bad thing. Cause my eyebrows are fucking basically caterpillars on my face, but it's neither here nor there. So that, that was just the cool thing that I took away this week from uh, a bit of news. I don't really follow anything because uh, most of the things you see on news are depressing. But that was really positive, and that was, uh, that was a cool thing. Um, yeah, so for this story, again, I uh, was going to record later. 
was talking to myself like I always do uh, in here, doing some returns and getting some screens clean for this upcoming sale week we got at Catalyst for Valentine's Day, which I'm really pumped about. Um, and I had this article pop up, 13 Important Life Lessons from Ron Swanson, who's probably one of my favorite TV characters of all time. And one of the quotes they had on here was actually a quote that resounded with me when I first heard it on the show. And he says, you, cho you chose a thankless, a thankless job, speaking to Leslie. You can't be upset when nobody thanks you. Best part's the end. He goes, don't start chasing applause and acclaim. That's, that way lies madness. Resonated so much with me because that was me. Like for a majority of my life, that was me. It was, I've touched on it a few times in this and everything will be put together at some point. Uh, so you guys can get a better image of it. But that was me. Like I, you know, was driven to a very high level of football because of what people said. So chasing applause and acclaim, not really doing it for the love of it. Um, and then even with my life, you know, after college with Catalyst, I mean, I can be completely honest. I mean, again, this is my therapy session, whether a hundred people are listening or five or no one's listening. Like this is just me talking about this. And some people know this, some people don't, but, um, my first uh, relationship came right out of college and I remember like it was not a good one. And again, I'm not one of these people that sits back and is like, oh, it's all that person's fault. And even though it was, um, it's all <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, that's all that person's fault. You know, they were terrible, blah, blah, blah. It, it takes two to tango. There's two people in a relationship. You know what I mean? Like uh, you look back as like a third, I'm 34 and I look back and I go, hmm, 22 year old making those kind of decisions. That's yeah, it's probably why that failed. You know, it just, you're young, you make mistakes. You need, everybody needs to go through a breakup. Everybody needs to have their heart broke, you know, multiple times. Like it just makes you so much stronger and gives you a better outlook on how to go forward and what, what you deserve, you know, makes you more comfortable with that. So you don't go into every relationship thinking that this is the one. And then it's when it's not, you end up being depressed. Um, but anyway, so, uh, when that relationship ended, I remember a lot of the last conversations and both of my previous relationships before my current one did not end well. They, you know, I'm very envious of people that are like, Oh yeah, I still talk to my ex or yeah. Like my ex and I, like, we're still cool. Like I don't know that world. <laughs> like my exes were both, uh, people who sent me off, um, you know, with the, the, the lowest possible blows possible. Um, which, you know, I, I don't wish upon really anybody, but nonetheless. So the, the first one, this was 2000, Beginning of 2010, again, something was said along the lines of, um, like, you know, basically saying I'm never going to make it with what I was doing. And again, like I said, it was Elixir at the first time, which is, you know, pretty much the same incarnation of, of what Catalyst is now. Um, clothing company trying to do it for myself. And, um, you know, just a lot of like, you know, uh, you'll never be anything, et cetera. Basically all the mean things you could say to somebody, whatever. Um, so then... I became driven by this idea of proving, proving people wrong. And I'd always bring it up. I'd always bring it up. I'd always bring it up. And I would do things, you know, that I thought were these monumental things, which they were positive things that had happened and things were growing. But I always looked forward to that moment or that night. And I would be like, okay, at the end of this night, when this is all said and done, when we do this with this company, I'm going to feel better. I'm going to prove her wrong that she was wrong about me. And 
it never came it that it never it never came you know because i was doing these things for um validation from somebody who probably doesn't didn't give a fuck about me truly like you know like probably never thought about the things she said after that day or maybe she did i mean that's not i don't know um even with my second girlfriend same thing um second relationship you know ended again same way you know terribly um a lot of things were said at the end you know as sometimes in relationships that happens and um you know the same type of thing you know just that constant push for for you need to take life more seriously you need to give up on this dream you need to do this you need to and to be guys and to be honest i almost did i was almost a guy that was going to try to try to sell you insurance guys imagine that <laughs> the sacrifices we make don't ever sacrifice who you truly are for someone if they truly love you they will support you just remember that um but again like i said retrospect um you know a decade ago i would say oh that's all that person's fault i don't look at it that way now you know it's it's i shouldn't have been there in the first place it should have been more a, a better version of me that knew not to even go near a situation or to stay in the situation or, or whatever it was you know what i mean like you just you have to just look at things from their point of view too. And then that just kind of, you know, whether they have done a terrible thing or haven't, or you guys just didn't get along, like that's, you just have to view it from that angle. You know what I mean? Um, but again, like I said, when we ended very much the same thing as the first, very much a, a, a chopping down of my ego and um, just a, you know, laughing at what I was trying to do with this, that, you know, it would never happen. And it was a joke and, um, you know, this was, let's see here, three years in. So three years in. So this was like seven and a half years ago. Um, and I remember just being so driven, so angry, so upset by that, that I tried to do anything and everything to prove that person, both of them wrong. So like in the previous podcast, when I talked about getting myself on like Fox news and, you know, doing concerts and doing radio and TV, that was, that was all me trying to shove it in that person's face. Um, but just like that quote says, don't start chasing applause and acclaim that way lies madness. And it did, it drove me crazy because the, the one person who I wanted to care and see it didn't, or if they did, I don't know, but it, they're never, there's never going to be that moment where they come back to you and say, Oh, you know what? I was wrong. You did do a good job you know, I was completely wrong. Please forgive me. That that's, that's not going to happen. And I've had close friends and I've mentioned this to close friends and they know who they are. And I've seen people from afar that are, you see, you know, these younger kids coming up who think that's what they need to do. Like, Oh, you, you motherfuckers doubt me like this and that, like, I'm going to prove you wrong. It's like, first of all, who are these people <laughs> you're talking about? Like you, you can't, let me go back. So, and I also see people talking about the same things I'm talking about, like verbalizing this on, on Instagram and Facebook. And it's like, don't give that person attention. Like, don't do it for them. Like I can only tell you from my experience and it might be different. This is just me telling my experiences and what I think I've derived from them. Um, excuse me. Sorry. I shouldn't, shouldn't sniff. I have a cold guys. I'm sorry. Just bear with me. Um, you, 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 you can't get out on a revenge path. Like you can't get out on payback. Like that was my thought for so long that I, anybody who ever said anything negative, anybody, uh, past girlfriends who told me I would never do anything with it, you know, like 
if you're doing it solely for them, when you do actually do the thing, it's you, you feel empty. I felt empty because there, you know, I was putting so much effort into what they thought I was missing the good stuff. You know, I was missing what my mom thought or what my best friend thought, or, you know, the people who came together to help me get it to that point, you know? So yeah, I remember just, that's what really, you know, and again, you can kind of start piecing these podcasts together if you've listened to them all, but that's kind of another element of the thing that, that led me to a very big depression where, you know, I had all these accomplishments that one could essentially put in someone else's face and say, see, look, you were wrong. But it's like, if, if you're doing it for that reason, you're never going to be satisfied. You're never, ever going to be satisfied. There's never going to be a moment where you just go, yep, I did it. I showed them. Um, the only moments I have now that even resemble that, which don't even get close to that, are just when I go, I, wow, I can't believe we did that. I can't believe that we're at this point or that point, or I'm so grateful. Like the grateful is uh, being grateful is the best attribute anybody can have. I always make sure that I just remember the journey. You remember where things have happened, how they've happened. Take my time. I don't compare myself to anybody else. And I'm just grateful that I'm landed and I'm, I'm right here right now in this moment. Um, so I can't believe I'm telling this. <laughs> story. This is great though. This is therapeutic. Um, you know, if you're a friend, you know who you are. Um, if you're someone who's listening, who are not close, um, if you've been through something terrible, someone's done something terrible to you, don't use that as motivation. You got to do it for you. You got to do it for you because when I stop thinking that way. Like right now, the only motivation I have with my business is to make sure that we continue to grow so that we can keep raising more money, keep making sure that the people who are employed by us can live a life, you know, you know, support their families, um, give a, a safe place, always a safe place for people who do our warrior stories, people who are depressed, people who are, you know, whatever it might be like, let this be their safe place. You know what I mean? Like just want it to be a good thing. And we're not in a rush. Like I always say, um, that, that, that's it. I mean, other than that, it's just the general flow of things. Like we have a release this week. It's going to be, you know, centered around the idea of Valentine's day and how it gets, it gets pushed in your face that, you know, you need to be in love. And people, people always post about how they're just going to go get drunk by themselves because they're not in a relationship or whatever. <laughs> it's like, we're going to turn it on its head. You know, it's going to be like, the aspects of love, you know, self-love, you know, giving love, mother to a son, father to a son, whatever it might be, friends, couples. Yes, you can fall into that category, but there's some, there's so many aspects of love beyond just buy this fucking box of shitty chocolates and these 12 dozen roses and just be like, happy Valentine's day. Like it's so much more than that. Like that's just a, a scam to get you to buy shit. Um, so that's the vibe we're going with. And so my, my, we shot it yesterday. So my approach this week is planning on the social media, planning, uh, the event pages, uh, building out the website, uploading the products, figuring out the best way to let people know about this stuff, planning the party that we're going to have in here Friday and Saturday, where you can come, we're going to do free shirt giveaways. There'll be champagne with, you know, strawberries in it for the basic women, just like me. Um, it's just a fun thing you can come to, you know what I mean? Like, so there's all this stuff that needs to happen between now and Friday. And that's my focus this week. 
There's not a single thought in my head about, oh man, like I remember when this person said I couldn't do it. Dude, if you're a new person starting out with any venture, do yourself a favor. Do not waste a single bit of energy thinking about how you can prove that person wrong. Their opinion does not matter. It may hurt at a time, might bother you, but their opinion don't matter. Like, I mean, I, I don't even, I don't even think about, I, I think about it once in a while and I'm just like, well, I mean, it's, that's ultimate proof. Opinions don't matter. Cause there was a lot of opinions about when I started doing this and now it's a, at this moment, uh, a job for me and it's a running business. Um, which is, I think a very hard thing to do. I think a lot of people get it confused with just running a social media page and that's two different things. Um, but yeah, so I guess the moral of the story is that you, you, you can't, you cannot carry revenge in your heart. You just can't, it's baggage. Like it will, it will weigh on you. It will hurt you. It will end up hurting you more than the person who even said it, which is probably what they wanted. Um, so I know it's tough, especially if you're younger to be like, Oh, I know this is people say it's not going to matter one day, but right now it hurts. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And trust me, those, the stuff, the stuff that was said to me, especially from the two X's, um, and just people in general, I, I don't carry it with me. Like I'm a big believer in just focus on the people that love you and focus on the, that opinion. Um, so that's why this is weird for me because I never thought ever that it would get to a point where so many people like what we do. Now, does that mean that people dislike what we do? A hundred, I'm sure a hundred percent. Like I, you know, to give you a prime example, a prime example during a release weekend, there'll always be one troll out of like 20,000 people that will say like something about the design or something about that they think it's stupid or just typical trolley shit that you see. Um, and I will then gauge if I need to grand slam or not, which sometimes 50, 50, if they attack the brand or people in it, it's, it's grand slam time. And nine times out of 10, they delete their comment. Um, if it's not grand slam time, I leave it, whatever. Um, but that years ago would kill me. But then during that day, there'll be 10 people that say the sweetest stuff that talk about, how their grandfather has one of our shirts or how they appreciate our customer service or they love coming in here. And it's just like, you got to take the good with the bad. You can't ever focus on one thing. You can't focus on that negative thing that was said to you years ago. So my advice from this story is if you're doing anything, it doesn't even have to be an entrepreneurial venture. It could be a new job change that you're having or anything. There's going to always be opinions, especially now with social media. You're going to see more than you would normally see in, in the real world, even 20 years ago. Um, you cannot, you cannot, and I stress this very much, you cannot start doing something to chase the applause and the acclaim. Like Ron Swanson says, I did that. And I'm telling you, as a guy who did that, do not do that. <laughs> do it because it makes your heart happy. What I do makes my heart happy and I don't do it for any of that stuff. And actually, if anybody does give me compliments now, anybody who's close to you will tell it, me will tell you that it makes me, it actually, and it's so funny because it makes me very uncomfortable because I don't know how to respond because it's not the reason why I do it. Um, but the old Kyle would have been like, yes, yeah, say my name, say my name more. <laughs> like, but it's not about that anymore. It's, it's really about, uh, what you learn about yourself along the way. Um, 
So if you're really doing it because you love it, you don't need to tell people you're going to prove them wrong. You don't need to, you know, there are very few people in the world that can do that. And I'm not, and you're not one of them. Um, just do you work hard, show, don't tell, don't tell people every move. Um, don't do things to shove it in someone else's face. Do it because you love it. And that's it. And I think if you take that advice or that story, you might see that it's a, a little bit, it might end up being better for you in the end. Uh, just emotionally. That's what I would say. Um, so yeah, that's the story for today. I don't even know if that was a story. It was a story. I brought back the X's. I brought back the X's. You know what? And the funny thing about that is too, if you would have told me like seven or eight years ago that I'd be on a podcast talking about my X's and I didn't end up saying all this terrible stuff, I would have been like, that's not real. That's not real. I don't believe you. But now maybe it just shows that I'm just, you know, I'm just harnessing my chi. You know, I'm just, you know, I'm just like a very calm, just, I don't know, stoic old gray man that looks like a bear. Okay. That being said, I think we're loosely going to have our first guest. My buddy, Joe, he lives in Nashville now. Um, he's coming in tomorrow, uh, Wednesday. So that means, yeah. So we'll record Wednesday, Thursday. Uh, we'll come out the next one. So not sure of the story we're going to tell yet. Not sure of the direction we're going to go. Uh, but it will be funny. It will be, uh, if these past two podcasts were a little too serious for you, it's about to get real silly goose time in here. Okay. So just, just, just stay with us. Okay. I know some people only want the silly goose time. Um, but sometimes I gotta, I gotta bring it down a notch when I'm feeling, you know, the thing is I'm alone on a Monday at the office, big office. Uh, this is, you know, the day that I have to myself. And, uh, uh, sometimes I just start thinking and talking and this is what comes out. So I hope this helped you though. I hope maybe if you're younger and you're listening, maybe, um, there, there's some stuff that you need to let go. You gotta let go of those things. You know, it's just, um, it, it's just not healthy for your heart, for your head, any of that stuff. So, um, so yeah, uh, no funny story this week. You know, I was thinking about telling a few, I gotta, I gotta check with some people first. I, I just, I don't want to tell the story, uh, if they're not okay with it. So there's a couple that I need to check. <laughs> um, they do mean something because I've told them before at weddings and whatnot is like best man speeches, which probably not a probe, uh, but it's okay. Uh, it's okay. Um, so yeah, so we'll check on those anyway. Um, guys, I think it's almost done. I think iTunes is going to happen. I think I figured it out. I think I figured it out. So when that gets on there, write a review, leave me five stars, leave 12 stars if you can. Um, again, like I'm, like I always say, I don't care about any of that. (laughs) I'm sure, I'm sure I'll just get a bunch of negative reviews. Like who is this, this rambling, just idiot, just a sips espresso into the mic the whole time. That'd be me. Um, but anyway, yeah, on a serious note, thank you guys for, if you're listening and you dig it, uh, I've had some really nice feedback from some people. Um, and again, it's not my goal to like get it to be this crazy thing. I just want it to sound good. I want it to be something you can listen to, to and from work and hopefully take something from, um, so yeah, so uh, that's it. Uh, I'll see you guys on Thursday, probably with my first guest. Um, you can go to the uh, stories for another time. Podbean.com. That's the direct link. I'm gonna set it up soon, just for stories from another time. Um, Spotify, it's on there. Very easy on Spotify, and uh, like I said, iTunes is coming uh, within a day or two. So. 
All right, guys, appreciate you. Got to get back to work. Got a big week ahead. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Take care.